Games Podcast T W I G on mask.fm Episode 1 Tripping with Infinite Goons Wolf Eyes Uh, my name is Nathan Graham Young, and we're here with my one of my oldest friends, Twig. Yo, Insane Johnny, John Robert Olson, Aries, Flaries, Lights of Larry's. Gonna smoke you out like you guys are on wings of psychedelic fairies. Crazy Jim, James Baljo Jr. <laughs> and I'm I'm Twig Harper, and today we've got we got all those cats are wolf eyes. And that's our band, yeah. This is your guys' band, and it's been—I've been hanging uh, with you guys for gosh, how many years has this been? Uh, we're saying twenty-five. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I think you and I definitely twenty. At least twenty, maybe even more. Yeah, it sounds about right. About right, though. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. say Wolf Eyes is twenty. Okay. So then I had five. Why not? Maybe yeah, more. yeah. Maybe we. It's got like more. I want to say thirty, man. I'm gonna say thirty. How did we meet? When we were in high school. We're in high school. Freshman. Freshman, yeah. I was, you know, I was a skater tripper, you know. Uh, Hanging out, you know, crazy hippie background, right? So, yeah. I had a lot of freedom. Yeah. But I lived way out in the country, right? Yeah. Like, way out in the country. Yeah. When I was a kid, I wanted to be a skater yeah. so yeah. bad yeah. Yeah, yeah. that I would tie two-by-fours to my feet yeah. and jump down, like, uh, dirt piles, yeah. you know, and just kind of bounce around. Uh-huh. I wanted to be a skater that fucking bad. Yeah, and yeah. there's no concrete where I live. Yeah, totally. So when I finally got a skateboard, which my brother got from a confiscated uh, skateboard from the police the, the police chief's daughter. What? Okay. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a whole other story. Okay. But that was an amazing one. Early, like, skateboard, like, kind of, uh, you know, early skateboard jail and jailbreak. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but that was my first experience getting a skateboard. Yeah. We went and broke it out of jail. Wanted to be a skater, so I started taking the bus that took, like, two hours um, from Chelsea, Michigan to Ann Arbor, Michigan. And I'd get there at like 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. So I would be there all day hanging out in the street by myself. Yeah. Uh, I, didn't, I knew no one yeah. you know, at all. But eventually, you know, you go there enough, you start seeing all the same people. Yeah, all the same right? people creeping around. Yeah. And then one day you popped up. Okay. You know, suddenly there's this really tall dude with like yarn. No, nah, it wasn't yarn dreads. You just had straight up dreads at that point. But sure. they were like balled up let's say it was it was a big it seemed i think i remember being kind of in like maybe big or something yeah probably sounds about right yeah anyways uh you were walking table to table in this weird like uh cafe dumping um the leftovers of people's food and coffee in it you know you wouldn't shy away from like toast with a cigarette butt in it yeah not at all not at all yeah so you had a thermos filled up with all this shit yeah and you were you know, walking around. I could tell you, you saw me looking at you, but I didn't say I'm just like watching. And you came right up to me, like just straight up, like, yeah. and you were like, "Hey, 
And you started drinking this thing. And you were like, you want to go see something cool? I shit you not. Uh-huh. That's how it went down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were like, come on. And I just crack it up. You were like, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> didn't, I didn't ask about the fucking thermos yeah. of grime. Yeah. Didn't even, you know, I was yeah. just like, wow. And you took me in the back and showed me a... This graffiti piece you had just made, oh, yeah, like yeah, this yeah. big wing demon, this blue yeah, demon. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, I remember doing that. Yeah, yeah. wasn't a freaker back then I was I don't, I don't sure. fucking know but anyway but the only thing you could really hang with the only real set that was cool was the uh, the BMX and heavy metal set okay. they were the only ones that really seemed to have like a freaker element yeah. you didn't know about punk no no no, yeah. no. no this was like uh, 83 or something uh-huh. yeah so it took a while there was no fucking way to know about it man you yeah. know what I'm saying well how'd you find out about it then I came uh <laughs> Back home, I got my first skateboard there in Okinawa. Yeah. And I came back home, and I was really, you know, still really into it. And then uh, I met, convinced another couple cats to skate, and we were hanging out on the street, you know, like y'all were. Yeah. And uh, some like, you know, skinhead dudes rolled up, and you know, we hit it off, and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna go to a mini ramp." And uh-huh. I didn't know what a fucking mini ramp was. Yeah. Went there. Heard punk, heard the Minutemen, this ain't no picnic, first thing I ever heard. Yeah. It's total scene, man. Yeah. Know? And then uh, they were like, yo, you want to go to a gig? Yeah. And, I, and You didn't know what a gig was. I didn't know what a gig was. Yeah. yeah. And then we, we, same day, skated to the gig. Imagine a how, just a killer house show. Yeah. People hanging around a kitchen, and it's uh, strobe lights, and it's uh, skinheads on acid called the Jesus Figs. Yeah. Banging on pots and pans. There's no instruments. Yeah. And he was singing into a TV of static. Yeah. And in, they do like a five minute song and it'd stop. And then someone in the audience would be like, what did that mean? And he's like, hold on, I gotta find another channel. And he kept turning the channel of the TV, but just the static would change. Yeah, and then he'd yeah. say, okay, there it is. Yeah. And then they would launch into another song. Yeah. And I just wanted to die. <laughs> people all the time who are just like, yeah, when I was in high school, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. and then they have a wolf eye story you know? and then they, they, <laughs> we get a lot of those. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. And so yeah. it's like, and it, that's like what's so cool about like can, ca- carrying that thread of culture along oh, yeah. you know, and what, what, what the ethos well, is here, underneath. Here, right? Check this out. Let yeah. me, let me, let me break it down for you yeah. real quick. And from my perspective this month, okay. Like, this, I'm, you know, I'm taking lessons from this cat, mm-hmm. and he's like a, he's this guy named Caleb, and he's like fucking technique for days. Yeah. He's like really into grind. He's like a like a woke dude, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But has no idea about gigs or anything. Yeah. Like he has no. I'll be like, oh, I'm do, you know, I'm going to play New York for a week. Like yeah. he's like, well, where's the, sh- where's the sheet music? Like, wow. does it has no gigs? No idea what gigs are. So yeah. anyway, he's he's trying to figure it out. And I'm like talking to him and I'm like, he's like, well, is it like just improvised? I'm like, no, not really. Because like, I know where you guys are coming from 
it's going to be a sound. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. We don't necessarily need to talk about it. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's folk music, man. You yeah. know? Yeah. Because so many of it, there's so many amateur musicians and and like people that don't play and, and love that they don't play. But there's still a, an, uh, a, a culture there. There's still a sound. Yeah. Like you roll up to even like Susie, man. You, you plug in, there's going to be a sound. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that sound is, is we can't run away from that, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. And once you realize that, it opens up so much other stuff. Like you really don't need a start or a stop. It's in you. Yeah. You know, it's in us. That's what yeah. we've, that's what we've worked so intuitively on for yeah. so long. What, what brought us together. Yeah. So it's, it's not, it's not improvising, man. It's like, it's like a sound. It's, a sound. it's like, well, it's like another state. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a thing that we all, that's the folk music. Yeah. It's the thing we all well, share. Right. And, and, that, yeah. and it's in there. And so like people can come in with different approaches to exactly. like generating that or accessing that. But it doesn't yeah. necessarily change. It's strange though, because I mean, you're, we've talked about this in the past in yeah. a lot of detail. But the vernacular that, that we feel we have, but at the same time, you know, like I don't know. In the last, like, we're seriously in the last year, yeah. I have felt more that my language isn't just in Michigan. You know, that maybe a lot of times I might not even speak Michigan anymore because you've been around because I for don't so spend long. any time there. Yeah. yeah, my language is something else. Yeah, right. and so that in the same way, my dog doesn't like the postman. Yeah, because he smells like so many other people in their homes. Yeah, it's a little weird. I think like our vibe is kind of getting to this point with our music. Yeah, uh, where our vernacular is, is is just it's so spread out. Like our experiences yeah. aren't just tied to our home anymore, and it hasn't yeah. been for a fucking long time. Yeah. So the idea of it being a folk music, uh-huh. I mean, yes, I adhere to it on a certain level, but on another level, I mean, yeah. I don't know what to think. Uh, the language is broadening. Yeah. Um, so when you perform, like, how aware are you of like saying the the vibe of the people in the room versus now, what you're doing now on stage? It absolutely has to be um, tailored on the spot. Yeah. And that's I mean it's it's not improvised. Yeah. But it's tailored on the spot to you know these new people. Um, and I guess you know I'm starting to get to the point where you know these these new people are kind of becoming our vernacular, but. You know, these people are understanding our language or something because yeah. we're not playing songs. We're not. You're absolutely not. No, this absolutely era, no. this era of Wolf Eyes no, is. It's almost yeah. like free improv, dude. I would be yeah, surprised yeah. if. Uh, I mean, I am shocked that people stick with us, and I will tend to. <laughs> I am too. At check this in, yeah, yeah. You know, periodically throughout yeah. the set, and be like, "Okay, you guys are still cool. Yeah. Like, you know, like everyone's still with us. You know, like thanks for sticking with us. Yeah. Why we." You know, you listen to us, you know, try to communicate to you yeah. and ourselves. Yeah. Double duty, man. Find a man who can do both.
you guys' uh, intake of psychedelics has increased exponentially in the last year or so. Well, How much is that? Gemini's have not changed. Yeah, yeah, you have. That's true. It brought so, another guy up. If anything, I've chilled out on. You've chilled that's out That's the first time I've done acid in like... Fuck that. Yeah. Over a year. Well, maybe it's just that John's uh, role as like a hype man in the <laughs> band. It's exactly and, hype man. Yeah. Whenever he gets excited about yeah. something, you know. Yeah. He, he talks about it. So that's it. So it's like the psychedelic experience is somewhat new to you then, John. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. yeah. I remember years ago you telling me when you first took mushrooms at a gig or something and you looked down at your hand and you could exactly. see yeah. right through it. And then we got chased by cops. Yeah. And that experience. was like your reason yeah, yeah, yeah. for not doing psychedelics <laughs> forever. Yeah. And then and you know, within this last time, you've started to really oh yeah, man, go for it. Yeah. And then what, what what led up to that? And like, well, um, you know, we, we I, you know just started smoking weed again, man. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And um, you, you quit drinking alcohol. Yeah, you yeah. Straight I'm, edge. I'm still doing that. Yeah, yeah. And then you, then you were like real straight edge for a while. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And yep. then you're like, well, let's start smoking weed yeah. again. And it changed everything, man. Yeah, you yeah. know, it was uh, I, I viewed it totally different. Yeah. And uh, it was just a reset I needed, yeah. you know. And then uh, we were at Fields Fest with all the naked people and everything like that. Yeah. And it was just, yeah. So yeah, man, I just did it then, and yeah. it's like I haven't looked back, man. You haven't looked back. Well, no. Did you say the sensory deprivation tank maybe kind of reintroduced it to you a little bit? Like that kind of flirts with. It doesn't flirt with it. It's totally psychedelic. Um, no, because uh, I view that as like a meditation thing, man. Because I meditate all the time, all yeah. the time. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, that's I view that as that. Yeah, and, and the float tank is. Yeah. I mean, yeah, sure. At the end of the day, maybe you're hitting very similar states, but right. Part yeah. of part of the cool thing about psychedelics is, is you know the danger and the fun of them is that it's happening. You like you can't just turn that switch off. Whereas like meditation or a float tank, yeah, yeah, you can step yeah. on out if it gets a little weird or your safety level. Yeah. So. It's not easy playing on psychedelics. It's very like, hard. Yeah. It's not easy. There's nothing easy about it. I can hear every splice of sound. Every single thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, and it's yeah. emotionally like resonant. Resonant and just flowing through me in such like a natural way, but it's it's scary, it's difficult, yeah. um, but it's hilarious and mm-hmm. it's it's joyful. I mean it's, it's fun. all these things. And yeah. then when you do mushrooms, like all of a sudden the you know the meter and the time space yeah, yeah. opens up, and that yeah. in itself yeah. is you know really creating some crazy stuff. Yeah, and it's like a whole nother world. Yeah, that you can uh, uh, fill up with sound. I read a quote uh-huh. uh, when uh, Miles Davis, when Charlie Parker di- uh, died, Miles yeah. Davis was kind of responsible for uh, carrying on the uh, the avant-garde in a in a commercialish way where it doesn't go completely out left field. Like he had a, a, a set of guidelines to take over. Yeah, because Charlie Parker was avant-garde. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. And Miles was still in the the mainstream, and he had to. Have that transition of avant-garde into jazz, yeah. but not it be so in your face. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So anyway, yeah. yeah. When he was doing that transition, he was like, "I really just want to make music that's slow and eerie." Yeah. You know. Yeah. But still have weight to it. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
And I think that that's that's totally where we're at now. Yeah, I mean, but it it takes, you know, it took it took a lot of discipline to get to that point because you can't choke it out, man. Like, there's so many musicians that just choke it out, you know, and choke it out as in like too much, too much, and then it's not simplified. Yeah, you know, we're always streamlining to simplify the ideas, and you know. Well, that's I think that's like one thing about the Wolfi sound and music in general is like when you do slow it you're basically like time you're opening yeah. up time and in those spaces that's where other things come in yeah you know or so you silence too There's, or silence yeah. yeah those moments when we all are in problem we all just stop like how do we know how to do that yeah those exactly are, those are super powerful too they sound good yeah. yeah that sounds really nice kind of like a just salt yeah yeah <laughs> that's cool Think about that. Yeah, we're gonna think about the silence in the room slowing down. And the time. Mini meditation right there. Yeah, right? In the space that opens up. I guess I'll talk about the first time that like I yeah. went to jail. What yeah. actually brought me there? Yeah, I had a summer of throwing pool parties in a high school and got busted for it. Okay, and me and my friends we threw we had you know it was like a whole like crew, uh, and uh, yeah that was my first felony. It brought me into jail and I was like wow this is you know was a went through the yeah. Wow. Wait, 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 wait. What it was, was what breaking was the... and entering. Yes. yes. Yeah. Rap sheet, please. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Being in. Here's what they here's what they charged me with, but yeah. I'll tell you what I got convicted with later. Cool. So breaking and entering. Uh, grand larceny, quarter million dollars. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> destruction of property. Yeah. Like, I don't remember what that was. Yeah. Uh, so you probably destroyed something. And I ran from the cops, so I got fleeing and eluding. Yeah. They, <laughs> Dude, you got the straight book thrown at you. Yeah, they, they, and they, they did. stacked you the know, charges. Like, yeah. Unfortunately, I uh, went through the system in a vulnerable time for the prisons where the population jumped, you know, like dramatically. Yeah. And so they want to fill the prisons. They want to, like, get them overpopulated so they get federal money, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah. A, 
racket. Totally like crazy racket. What year was this? Ninety nine is when I got a charge. Yeah. So 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 you get you get locked up, right? Yeah. And years. Yeah. And so what's what's going down? You know what's going down inside of you? How are you feeling? Mm, well, it wasn't my first time in jail, so yeah. there was like, you know, I, I knew the system and how everything worked and yeah. like what not to do, I guess. Yeah. But uh, at first, you know, it's total isolation. Yeah. Like the stereotypical bars on all four sides with, you know, like towers of towers and towers of, uh, cells. Yeah. And people just packed in. And, uh, you don't know like anyone, everybody is like anonymous. Like you can't have any communication with anyone. If you do, it's like, you know, jeopardizing your, uh, release. Yeah. And so you just kind of pretty much like stick to yourself. If you get enough, like what I did was just played the crazy card. Yeah. <laughs> what would you do to play because I yeah. I was cool with being myself you know after fucking meeting y'all on yeah. tour and stuff and like yeah. I knew luckily I had like good friends to like look forward to letters every day that I got from you guys which was yeah like once I made it to there I like went by really quick and just yeah. educated myself the best I could yeah and so you guys still had a lifeline to the outside world yeah, and, and, I, and I eventually went to like minimum security shit where they let me have a fucking chainsaw and cut down trees next to the expressway. So, oh, there you go. Have you ever been snatched? Yes, I was skateboarding down the street and the fucking cop grabbed me for skating, put me in a fucking cop car, and took me to jail. I've had back in Ann Arbor when I was uh, at a at a riot, right at a police riot. Uh, they started looking for me without a warrant. That's how why I left Chicago, mm-hmm. left out the back of a car because the cops were out like. Busting in different places that my pro bono lawyer was like, yeah, they don't have a warrant. Get out of town. In the past, it was okay to be so closed off. Yeah. It's not okay right now. It's not okay to be closed off. Yeah, it's, that has become uh, yeah. the root of a lot of problems. Yeah. Well, that's that's that keeps like uh, pe- when people are closed off, that keeps them isolated and alone. Exactly. And that keeps the more isolated and alone people are, the more their power is removed. You know, and that's the thing is like uh, alone we are powerless, but together we actually have power as as a community and species. And as that's, collective. Yeah, it's, as a collective. And so that's so hard to it, it, you yeah know, to join the human race. I mean, I yeah. feel so alien. As know, I, I retreat. I think that's the human experience, <laughs> though, ago. right? I, I mean. Hope- I'm not to feel an al- feel really like an alien is what being hey, bro, human is about. Bro. Yeah. Hey, we're not alone. Yeah. I mean, ask hey, it. I saw you kind of light up yeah. when you mentioned the the alien thing. Yeah. 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 Well, I yeah, I was like, up yeah, I, I yeah. I, I mean, I mean, I think if you ask any person if they feel alien, mm-hmm. they think they would, at least in our culture. You I know? think so too. You're right and that's that. and that's our that's our feeling. That is the state we exist yeah. in. It's just, yeah. I mean, we should be telling that to each other daily. Yeah. Like, hey, man, you know, what's up? I'm I, I don't feel so connected yeah. with the yeah. fucking world. Yeah. You know, and, I, and that could create a, just a really nice empathetic response. Yeah. Like, it's all right. Yeah, and then people are yeah. like, like they reach out, you know, yeah. and that's the thing is like you find, I mean, or they just listen, or they listen, or hold they space, just, or just hold yeah. space for you. Or they're they're just like with open. You. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 
And that's like, I mean, I think holding space is probably one of the like the best methods to actually allow that because you know, in your in one's time of struggles or confusion or whatever, if someone holds space for you and you're allowed to just like play them out or express them or like go through them, mm. you know, it's an empowering experience. It's Absolutely. not it's not the other person that did it. It's not that thing that's did it. You're no, just course, like because yeah. change happens within, and it's just like it's mm. a personal thing. So the more empowered you are to like change yourself and say, well, I did that change, you know? And that's like, for my vibe, why I've always loved psychedelics because you're like, oh, I'm taking this tool and it's like, it's opened up this experience, but it wasn't necessarily the drug that did it. That just showed this aspect of myself or Mm -hmm. the cosmos and that I've learned how to like integrate or understand this space. And therefore it's like more of an empowering thing. You know, it's like such a, um, it's kind of an antidote to the modern world.
like how how are you how have you viewed wolf eyes through these years yeah i mean i i think about that often and um you know you're possibly this one band that i have seen the most i've never seen absolutely you're the i by far i've seen more wolf eyes gigs than any other gigs in in every era in In every every era era. yeah i mean it's just like when you're jamming at pioneer works the other day i was like the thought came to my mind i was like i remember when nate recorded the first wolf eyes cassette it's been a really interesting thing for me because my life even though it's been in Totally, I've been there present the whole time. I've been entwined, but I'm not like I feel as though we are connected, but I'm also removed in this way, right? And it's like been a really beautiful friendship and just even a psychic collaboration in that way. Like my life influences your life, and your life influences my life. You know, so to really kind of see all your willingness to change and evolve directly influences and inspires me to whenever something comes at me to understand how to change and evolve also. And that, that fearlessness, too, of being like, you know, I don't know what is going on, um, you know, and to admit that because most people are afraid to admit that. But that's, that's where the good stuff is. That's I mean, where the best yeah, stuff yeah. is. That's where the best stuff is. And when that's you, where the soul is, man. Exactly. Because the mind is, is not, yeah. it's not in charge. It thinks it is, you know, and the mind is very good at lying yeah. to ourselves about what these narratives are going on. And that, 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 that has been the thing that's, I think, connected us the most, you know, and your ability to kind of like, especially this era of Wolf Eyes, it's like such a joy to see, um, you're really, you know, because of the other records that, you know, like a lot of people in your mind, you're like, oh, I like noise. Do you like noise? Oh, it's Wolf Eyes, you know, and then their (laughs) minds jump to something what they think that is like this really harsh sort of aggro male kind of thing. A little obnoxious. Yeah. Really, really basic thing. And, and you've got, have been, have like flipped that now completely where there's, it's, it's, it's like those few stragglers that come into the show and they're not like true heads or really turned tuned in, you know, they're going to be like, I, I can't resonate with this at all. Or I don't understand what's going on. So it's, you know, it, it feels more like, you know, these stories about these formative experiences with culture and having your mind opened up. I, I feel like the music is, is the best it's ever been. That's cool, man. And you're able to actually maintain that, you yeah. know, I don't know how, but it, it's been like, and that's what's cool because we don't, I'm sure you don't know how either, you know. There's the network. I mean, that's what yeah. we're really trying to tap into. Now. Yeah. One thing that we are trying to do to kind of, reconnect with our music because I think I think everyone goes through these problems uh, where they lose connection with, with their audience yeah. because it changes. And yeah. We're looking at 20 years. If it was a five-year project like most bands, yeah. you know, it wouldn't be, be as difficult. Yeah. But we're but, talking every yeah. couple of years, even yearly now, we yeah. have to reconnect and uh, you know, find find the relevance in what we're doing and why we should be doing it for ourselves. Yeah. You know Ultimately. I mean? that's, yeah. that's the biggest challenge. Yeah. But the bottom line, there is a network. And the community. Yeah. There's always been the community. Um, yeah. We might not even know what a lot of these people, but we, you know, um, it's, it's more obvious than ever yeah. uh, that it needs to exist, yeah. you know, and we need to take on that sort of responsibility in a yeah. way, which we've always shied away from as well. Likewise. Yeah. We yeah, are, yeah. We, we are, we've been doing this a long time and it, it, I think there's no, um, there's nothing standing in our way 
Yeah. It's just ourselves. We need to pass on some and yeah. help a little bit more. Uh, yeah. I mean, the network is beautiful. Yeah. And that's why like, we look I, at it and we, we know. It. Yeah. And that's the like interesting thing, like connecting with people who are young, like becoming older Absolutely. in the scene. You connect with younger people. They have like more, they have, some of them will have a lot of spirit or a lot less like yeah. fear that's built in there. Absolutely. And that's like the beauty of, it. and that's what I really loved about the first trip metal fest. Sure. And, and all those, those, uh, the experiences you had, like, like the seniors of, of, of the scene and then you had the elders right. and then you had the contemporaries and then you had young people mm-hmm. and it was like what is that thread yeah, that's no, going from well, like the, Subotnik the, to Sun Ra oh, yeah, to Wolf Eyes the thread to, is, yeah. is that it's theirs yeah that's the thread yeah they can do it and yeah. it's cool yeah the problem with us if, yeah. if we were to admit we had some problems you can <laughs> yeah okay let's let's pretend let's pretend transmission overload <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's just that we don't take things seriously enough yeah uh, everything becomes a joke everything becomes uh, yeah because of that, it gets kind of t- tossed aside a little bit. It's, sure. it's, it's, it's joyful and fun to play yeah, with something, yeah. but it takes, I mean, ultimately, it takes a lot yeah. to care for something. Yeah. <laughs> well, then it's also, yeah. I, mean, I feel like in, the, you know, yeah. in this day and age when you really care for something, too, people will kind of like latch on. Like if you really develop sort of a skin around an aesthetic or an approach or a style, mm-hmm. once you actually codify it, that's when all the vampires come in, oh, yeah. right? And and that's like the response, like the negative response culturally is people's like, I'm ironic, you know, and they, they have no true authenticity. Well, it's, you know, it's, it's and then almost, authenticity. But don't make me I'm say sorry. it. Don't make me I'm not going to make you say it. I will say it. <laughs> Trip Metal yeah. games yeah. capitalize <laughs> on confusion as a means of connection yeah. rather yeah. than a threat. Yeah. authenticity yeah yeah and this is the common thread yeah. that we are talking about that goes yeah. all the way yeah. from fucking pluto yeah <laughs> planet x yeah to Original the sun head. to yeah. the fucking sun yeah, yeah and that's yeah. our our fucking yeah. this is what we yeah. deal with yeah you know? and it's a beautiful thing it's yeah. just difficult i think to stretch your mind so it's like that far thing. out yeah because you have to bring i mean if you're if you're in the cosmos how do you fit that into a how body into i mean i've had that was a very a lot of psychedelic experiences where i've tried to fit the cosmos inside well, I, a body I mean, it's just not big enough it's not big enough. yeah <laughs> i think i think the goal is not to you know make something that's new or old i think the goal is to just make something that's fucking contagious man yeah you know yeah yeah, yeah. like a kid sees it he's fucking contagious yeah you know I'll testify to that yeah yeah for sure you're just you're on stage pushing (laughs) hello yeah (laughs) you're on stage pushing something that you want to be contagious yeah and I I remember a gig at the fireside where I was like so blown out I'm like I'm not playing tones yeah I'm playing like a health spray yeah and I'm infecting everybody with this sound yeah and they don't know it. Yeah. And and it's like, dude, contagious. Yeah. I saw that person. They were their energy was fucking contagious. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. That's that's the spot. Yeah. Man. You know what, what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, that's that's yeah. the thing. Like the outer universe. A word I've never used before in my entire beautiful. life. Beautiful. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and that's like, yeah, those larger fields are beyond the self, right? And that's well, where it's just it's just it has life, man. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's contagious. Contagious. Fucking contagious. Contagious. Fuck. 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 Fucking. Fucking contagious. Just contagious, man. Feeling good, guys?
Oh yeah, I, I think that wraps up. Yeah, that's right. And we are sweating. It's <laughs> we are really we are sweating today. <laughs> it's very very hot. That's your heat advisory today. Trick yeah. freestyle. Ready? I uh, don't. Yeah. I learned how to chill with loneliness, absorb into God's void. I learned how to chill with infinity, swallow God's semen. Locked in the padded room in heaven, creation of Earth's delusion. This podcast was recorded and produced in the Mask.fm studio. If you're interested in supporting our network, please visit www.patreon.com slash maskfm.